I feel like when I was like dating around as somebody who runs their own business, I feel like it was genuinely such a good like read, like if they were misogynistic. But I feel like if you tell them like I work for myself or even for me, just saying I'm a social media manager, no matter what, if they think I work for myself or not, I would get some wacky responses like that is so fun. You just post on Instagram all day. I'm like, okay, no. Um, But I feel like it was just such a green flag when somebody was like genuinely interested. Welcome to Check Your Aesthetic Podcast, the go-to podcast for self-starting creatives. I'm Katie Campbell, the owner of Katie Creative Co., a social media management agency located in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And I'm Alexis Aldrich, a Vermont-based content creator focused on promoting productivity that fits your unique lifestyle and growing my career in marketing and creative business strategy. On CYA, you will catch authentic conversations around entrepreneurship, social media, self-care, and the creative industry. If you're looking to grow your online following, boost your productivity, and connect with other ambitious female creatives, then you've come to the right place. Let's get into this week's episode. Hey. Oh. oh. It's okay. She was just sopping up or lopping. Lopping? Slopping. (laughs) She be slopping. Is she lopping water? Lapping. Lapping. There you go. That's Mm -hmm, it. There you go. Rue was lapping up water immediately when we pressed um, record, but hey, girl. Hey. Um, I am excited to tell everybody this. I got my dress for Alexis's wedding (gasps) and it came in and it is so pretty. And actually, I just have something that I would like to say. We're going to talk about clothing and the random question today, actually. But I feel like as I grow up, the biggest thing that I've learned is that actually, if you buy clothes that fit you, you actually will look better than if you buy clothes that are three sizes too big for you. <laughs> that's a good that's a good realization. I also think I want to add to that that I think that as I've aged, and this is what I thought you were going to say because you did say this to me yesterday on FaceTime when you showed me the dress, but knowing like the right shapes for your body, mm-hmm. like I think that that is something that comes with age because also you just like develop your body differently when you're like in your like early mid 20s from when you're like 15. Exactly. But <clears throat> that has something that has like helped me so much with my style is like knowing I can look at something online and be like, okay, that girl, it looks great on her, but my mm-hmm. body doesn't look like that. And I just know it's not going to flatter me. Also yeah. wear whatever the hell you want. I don't. I, don't I agree. But I also, so the, the cut of the dress that I got for Alexis's wedding is like, it has like kind of puff sleeves a little, and then it has like a, it, it it's not a sweetheart neckline because it's really not. It's kind of like a corsety kind of looking. Yeah thing up there um it's very hard to explain but then it's like tighter on like the torso and then it kind of like goes out but it's like not it's not an a-line and what's interesting about that is that and this is gonna make me sound like i'm a actual narcissist i think that my body looks better in that dress than it did on the model on the website it does yeah because like i i I agree with that i just think that like so i can say that because like i just think that and i I think that's interesting because i don't know how many of you listening grew up and were not like straight sized or not the skinniest person in the room. Skinty size too. Yeah, which, you know, we've we actually have the McCrindiest <laughs> do not listen episode not listen of body positivity it. from a couple of years ago, which like what were we thinking? But um <laughs> on that note, I feel like I just and like the trends for a while were to just like girls get oversized clothes. But every time I buy clothes, I'm like, I'm a size five XL. Um even though in if that's your size, I'm not saying that that's big. I'm just saying right. that 
that's for you, not, that's larger. For than me, you that's larger than my size. But I think I'm just so inclined to buy things bigger. But a lot of times when you buy things actually in your size and they fit you right, they actually will look better than if you bought them in a size up. Right. So exactly. that's my and 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 that is I I completely agree with that and I think I love buying something like two three sizes too big for me because I love the oversized look. But when it comes to certain things that yeah, you're going to like you're not going to be going to a wedding in a dress that's two three sizes too big for you but like don't just I go I have been my mom has said this since I was like a teenager and I always be like whatever but she'd be like go by the measurements like don't just get mm-hmm. like if you think you're a size large don't just buy the large like still go look at the size chart if they have one and like go just by the measurements and like fully take a tape measure um but yeah don't be afraid to get your size that you actually are but that is so off topic of what this episode no that's so fully off topic is. but i just wanted to let you guys know that i got my dress in and it's actually so stunning yes. um and i'm very excited to wear it and alexis and i have already been talking about the tiktoks that we personally are going <laughs> to film at her wedding weekend because literally nobody else is going to put up with that actual bullshit okay so katie's role at the entire week weekend of maine is content on-site, creator no literally on-site content creator Yes, and I am very grateful for that. And literally, as I was in the bathroom before, like, I came to record, I was on TikTok, and I saw a, like, wedding niche TikTok, and I immediately saved it and was like, okay, Katie can film that. Um, So that, my tip for you is if you are having, like, a birthday party or if you're having, like, um, bachelorette party, wedding, whatever, get either, I mean... People do that as a business of, like, Mm -hmm. a social media person for their wedding. Like, if you have the budget for that, I say go for it because that way, like, your friend doesn't have to, like, take that ownership. But if you have, like, a content-savvy friend, most likely if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do. Um, I say give them the role of it because I know Katie will also have fun with it. I know she's not going to be, like why are you making me do this this is horrible whereas like my other friends would be like what the like what are you making me do this is terrible yeah and like I'm very excited about it I think it's gonna be so fun and I actually one of my favorite hobbies is annoying people to get content because I was if you guys don't know (laughs) if you guys don't know the history of me getting into social media I was the social or the vice president of public relations for my sorority for two years. And for those of you who weren't in a sorority, that job is literally just getting pictures of everything. So I would be at like our philanthropy events and our like Girl Scout events and our, um, which is one of our philanthropies, our like every single event, I'd be like, smile. And I'd be trying to get the photos. (laughs) And so I had a lot of practice um, trying to get photos at events that were good. So I think that it's going to be my time to shine and um, don't be surprised if Alexis has the most slay content from her wedding that you've ever seen. And if you Mm -hmm. see it, you actually have to remember that it's me and do not give any credit to anybody other than me. Yes. I also do want to give the update that my wedding shoes arrived. They're very, very, very cute. I love them. And then um, my wedding band also arrived. Very exciting. Um, The struggle with that is that like my, my engagement ring has like I don't even know what to call it. The, like, base part of it, it, mm-hmm. like, goes, it's, like, wide. I don't know. I, I can talk about it. It's like a stories. wedding band will not fit flush against your yes, wedding ring. exactly. Yeah. So we're going to have to, like, I think I'm going to have to have total, like, four rings to be able to have it, like, flush. But, oh, well. <laughs> Material girl. Sounds like Austin's problem. Um, <laughs> cackling. That is hilarious. Um, but also, this sounds very sad, and it is, but it's fine. I did want to update. I know if anybody listened to, was it last episode? No, two, uh, yes, 
last episode was with Carson. No, mm-hmm. last episode was with Lita. Yes, when this one's coming out. Yes, yes, correct. So two, so two episodes ago, I talked about my accident, um, and just from like personal update, we have decided to cancel Switzerland, and we're going to be doing it next year. So very sad, but in reality, it just felt like the universe was screaming at me. I already felt like the universe was screaming at me when like our photographer canceled. the pr- The flight prices doubled in in cost, and then all within twenty eight hours, then my car gets totaled. Um, so yeah, we've officially put it off, but I think, like, already I feel way better about it. Like, my, my general feeling about it is relief. Um, and I got some very, I want to shout out, like, I got some very sweet messages that genuinely made me feel a lot better. Um, (laughs) Alexis was shit posting things about her, like, traumatic car accident (laughs) on TikTok, so. Dude, I'm literally so funny. Like, Austin, I would just be in the bed in the bedroom, and Austin would be in the living room, and he'd just hear me, like, cackling to myself, and he's like, are you posting another TikTok? I'm like, yes. (laughs) No, one of them was like, forget about the hot girl side table. Show me your hot girl passenger seat. And Alexis just put a picture of her wrecked car. And the girl who made it commented was like, because she had stitched somebody's video, commented was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, you've been like, literally traumatizing okay. her. You're traumatizing. <laughs> She's like trying to look through her stitches to see like what cute like passenger seats people have. And she sees you totaled your car. And it was like, went from like the girl's like audio and there was like music. And then it went to a silent picture silent. of Alexis's totaled car. It was very funny. Uh, too it's good. okay, guys. Yeah. You can laugh. No, We're all you can, laughing. You can definitely laugh. I'm alive, so we can laugh about it together. Yeah, anyway. um, but yeah, I wanted to say we got some, or I got some very sweet messages that genuinely made me feel um, good about just my shit life right <laughs> right now. Um, but I do, I do, I feel that good things are coming. And for everybody, if you're going through a hard time, I feel that we're it's gonna get better soon. I agree. I'm feeling, and you know, I'm not going through as hard of a time as you but i still feel a shift in the vibes currently and Mm -hmm. i feel like things are like going up um yes and looking up but anyway i guess after all of these updates about literally alexis's wedding only um (laughs) we should explain what today's episode is so this is a solo it's just us today um and we are talking about something very fitting for february the month of love um we are going to be talking about just having any sort of relationship when you are an entrepreneur or have kind of an untraditional job. So we're going to talk about mm. dating. We're going to talk about parents and friends. And we're not going to sit here and tell you, like, you are so different because you are an entrepreneur. <laughs> but there are things that are different and there are things that are just, like, unique. And I think it would be fun to talk mm-hmm. about. It's a fun little theme. And we're also going to – we did some research for this episode and saw – found some articles about dating like advice for dating an entrepreneur they are so hideous and (laughs) insane so we're also going to be making fun of those stupid no they are so dumb so i feel like we should start by making fun of those and getting through what it is not to date an entrepreneur um so first first we've got an article and their first tip is or their you know tip for dating an entrepreneur remember their first relationship is with their business Hell no. <laughs> to some extent, like, I get what they're saying, but also, like, all of these articles, the big theme throughout them is as if entrepreneurs literally only care about work and that is it. And, like, I kind of get the vibe that the people writing these are, like, if you're dating, like, the CEO, the of, like, CEO of, Instagram like, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally, like, somebody huge, which, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of a different thing. But if you – this is just life advice. If you care so much about your business that you – 
cannot put anything, prioritize anything over it at any point. Don't be in a relationship. You should not be in a relationship. Exactly. Right. Like you, if you actually cannot give any priority to a relationship, that is so unfair to the person you're in a relationship with. Like, and I also just don't think that that's accurate. Like, I just, I I don't know. Like, I'm specifically thinking of like Nat, like whatever Lola, like she clearly Mm -hmm. does not prioritize her business over her relationship. Like, but, and they like work together. Like it's so clear that her relationship goes above that. And it's just gross. Like, ew, why would you lead with that? That's hashtag um, also kind of misogynistic vibes. It bit. is. It really is. All of these kind of give misogynistic vibes in terms of like if you're the girl dating the boy. Like, yeah. I kind of feel like there's a, an assumption. Yeah. Like, okay. Here's another one. <laughs> they likely have mood swings daily. Girl, what? I mean, it's it says true, but <laughs> dating an entrepreneur will have you on an emotional roller coaster. No, like. Yeah, maybe if that person generally, like, has mood swings as their personality, but that's not going to change if they're an entrepreneur. I just love the, like, idea that the only people who have struggles in their jobs are entrepreneurs throughout all of these. Like, as if nobody else has, like, really shitty days at work. Yeah, literally. It's hilarious. Okay, this next one doesn't even make any sense. They will test your traits. What? Specifically, your nurturing side, patience, flexibility, and ability to spend time alone. When they are not having a good day, it will test your nurturing side. When they miss your events because they have to work, or when you feel like they're not listening to anything you say, they will test your patience. If you've been looking forward to a trip you plan and it gets canceled because something came up, it will test your flexibility. Okay. Genuinely, they... This is... Is this all the same article? Oh, yeah. Don't worry, there's so many more, guys. It's so funny. Okay, Okay. so this article is making it sound like entrepreneurs are, like, literally aliens and (laughs) or, like, untamed animals, like, wild (laughs) animals that need to have, like, specific instructions on how to care for them, basically. Like, this is... What? I would like to tell you how this article closes out. It lists a bunch of questions that you cannot ask the entrepreneur that you're dating. Great. Here they are. Why are you working so much? Why aren't you taking the weekend off? Do you care more about your business than me? Are you going to choose me or the business? When is the prime time for a business to fail? Do you ever relax? Don't you think you're investing too much into your business? How much time are you going to spend on your phone? Anyway, this article is horrid. I don't know what to say. That is just, like, so toxic. And I want to say, I know that, like, we also have the perspective of, like, kind of creative businesses, like, female-led businesses, Mm -hmm. um, you know, marketing, that kind of world. So you might be thinking, like, oh, okay, well, this is more so, so, like, you know, tech companies, whatever. In SCAD, I had, like, peers and professors that were all in, like, the tech you know, startup, um, Silicon Valley kind of area, they were not like this. Like, you are still a human being first. You're not, you're, when you, when you start an LLC or, uh, whatever you start, your DNA does not change from human to entrepreneur. Exactly. What the And I just, like, I think that, and we're going to share our, like, actual opinions from our perspective Mm -hmm. later, but I think it's hilarious that they're acting like, you if you these tips 
if you're dating somebody who acts like this, they are literally toxic. Leave. It doesn't matter if they're an entrepreneur yeah. or not. If they cannot prioritize you ever, if they cancel plans on you constantly, if they actually genuinely value their business more than a human being, okay, chill. Actually, mm-hmm. chill. And I mean, to some extent, I get it. Sometimes you have to cancel things because, you know, something yeah, comes like up. Yeah, sometimes sacrifices. And yeah, whatever, absolutely. But it's this is not like <laughs> – it's as if, like, dating an entrepreneur, like, you literally – like, it's painting it to be the worst relationship ever. And I believe if you asked Jonah, he would not agree that any of this is true for me. Oh, this one. This is a new article. Um, it's talking about how <laughs> – it says, like, they'll have a small budget, meaning that they will have no money to spend, no money on, to spend you on you <laughs> and only money to spend on their business, which, like, it's, if that's the case, they're probably not running their business very effectively. Well, it um, might be, like, it might be, like, when they're start, like, first starting out, like, you know, like, first five years, some businesses, like, most businesses don't turn a profit in the first mm-hmm. five years. But I think, so, yeah, you might have to live, like, below your means but that doesn't mean that like every entrepreneur is like we have to live on ramen and like mcdonald's for five years like that's it just like not no, i think it's just so hilarious i think it's hilarious and i do think you're right like this is like from the opinion of like like the shark tank business or like tech startups but like this is not how the world works you cannot live like this like we've just said at the beginning if you are going if you are an entrepreneur and this is the attitude you have you actually should not be in a relationship until maybe right. your business is a little more solid um here's another one from another article you'll always wonder if this is a tax write-off <laughs> that's just hilarious Says entrepreneurs oh probably God. enjoy more tax deductible expenses than anyone from another profession. You'll learn to wonder if that coffee was another tax write off for your entrepreneur. Okay, one thing that I wanted to say um, is, and I, I know we've talked about this before, but tax write off does not mean that that item becomes <laughs> free or that you didn't pay money for it. It also doesn't mean that you're going to get the entire thing tax reduced. You might get like 15% of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think people don't, it's like the Shit's Creek meme with David. Like, people don't understand what tax write-off actually means. I know, it's so hilarious. Okay, here's another one that I love. And this is going to get me in a whole tangent. Tangent. They don't particularly enjoy spending time with lazy people. <sighs> that is sickening. I've been thinking so much recently about the definition of lazy, and I think there are very few, if not no, people that I have ever met that are actually lazy. People lazy, just have yeah. different priorities. Right. Like Exactly. That's literally what my, like, whole page is supposed to be about, is, like, I know it's dramatic and, like, it very much is supposed to be a joke, but it's kind of like taking the word bitch back. It's, like, mm-hmm. taking the word lazy back, because, like, I don't think many people would call me lazy but I call myself lazy because sometimes it takes me a lot of effort to do something that's a whole tangent aside and I'll let you have your tangent as well but Austin I would say is comparatively to me more of a lazy person but that doesn't decrease his value and if I'm trying to run my own business I'm not going to be like hey move out we're done like no exactly he has his own job he makes a salary he has benefits he's doing great just because he doesn't want to go out and take the risk of starting his own business doesn't mean that he is any less important or works any harder than I do like yeah and I think my thing with the idea of lazy is that like I think when people think lazy, they think, like, sits on the couch all the time or, like, likes to stay home. And, like, 
personally, when I'm not working, I would rather like in the night times. My ideal night time at this current time in my life is to sit on my couch and watch TV. Chillin', yeah. But that and I even think like it's how you spend your personal time. Like if you're not working out after and then going do this and then going do this mm-hmm. and then going do this. It's how different people recharge. It's not lazy. Also, like, you could have a very I mean again, like I don't want to say like lazy entrepreneur, but in the terms, like, the definition of lazy, which I don't even know. We should Google what the definition of lazy is. I actually want to know. I'll Google okay. it. What okay, is perfect. the definition? But what I was saying is that as as far as the terms okay, of laziness, go ahead. Unwilling to work or use energy. Okay. So, ooh, this is a good, this is a good explanation. I believe it was Gina that we had on that talked about low energy. Mm-hmm. I think low energy gets a lot of the time bonk, bundled into the term laziness. And I don't agree with that. I think if you want to work two hours in a day, but you get your shit done, that doesn't mean that you're lazy. That actually means that you're prioritizing your needs and not dragging the day out. If you want to work um, only Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but you, again, get your shit done, that that doesn't mean that on Tuesday and Thursday you're being lazy. It means that you, again, have prioritized what you want out of your life. And if anything, I think that entrepreneurs are more able to do that than someone who's going out and, you know, working a a nine-to-five job, like, you know, corporate job. So disagree. (laughs) Disagree Disagree with everything. Okay, I have a really, really good one. This is a new article. I hate this article. It says, the last words they'll say before they go to bed won't be I love you. They'll be regards. (laughs) What? Like... And it's, like, the idea they're sharing here is, like, they're so in business mode all the time that they, like, cannot, like, say, they automatically, like, regards just comes out of their mouth. Are you serious? Are you serious? That is... Is this right? Is this author, like, okay? No, I really don't know. This one's really bad. This one and the next one are really bad. Here's one. They eat when they can. Stopping to eat and running a business are, like, oil and water. They don't mix. Like... Oh, my God. If entrepreneurs all acted like this, they would be dead. They would be depressed and and the worst people to be around. No, actually, it's just like, seriously. Oh, here's another one from the same article. The first time they meet your parents won't be dinner. It will be a networking event. Huh? If somebody is using you for the, like, it says every person you introduce them to, no matter who they are, will be treated as someone who could propel their business. If somebody acts like that, they are seriously deranged and you need to break up with them. I f- okay, I feel like my, my hypothesis is that every single article of these, or every single author of these articles was in a toxic relationship with some sort of, like, frat bro that started some weird business, and they, like, didn't give a shit about them, but, like, only cared about their business, and that is the result of the, like, this, these articles are the result of that. This, uh, this is the same article. They sleep only when their body shuts down, as if they're only sleeping when they absolutely can't sleep. Stay awake anymore. Do they anymore. think that we're, that they're, that entrepreneurs are like robots? Like, what the hell? I know, I know. Um, let's see what else we've got. They have multiple credit cards? That's just not even yeah. true. <laughs> the time with you is just as valuable as the time with the company. 
I can't. Although they may be terrible at showing you just how valuable you are or how much they like you, remember, you are just as important as their business. And if they marry you, use this as validation for the above statement. No. You know who else could have written all these? Like an entrepreneur man who like has been in so many terrible relationships where women are like, you're the worst. And he's like, you just need to get used to it. And this is how it is dating an entrepreneur. And you need to get used to it. And it's just, you'll never even find someone (laughs) successful and you're lazy. Okay, dude. Like hilarious. Okay. And this is the worst one. I saved the worst for last. Perfect. I'm actually going to read all of these. So this is 12 reasons why dating an entrepreneur is very different. Number one, everyone's talking about what they had for lunch. We're thinking about changing the world. Anyway, we're looking for purpose, not looks. <laughs> what? And I mean, I, I love the I'd first rather have, this. I'd rather have not focus on looks, but... No, listen to the first sentence of this. Not your purpose and your value. Like, what? It may seem strange, but we entrepreneurs are not solely focused on looks like the rest of our Instagram culture. It's really bad. This is giving me, like, heart palpitations. Um, I'm skipping a couple. We won't settle for second best. While it's comfortable to settle for comfortable and mediocre, you'll very rarely meet an entrepreneur that will be happy to settle for this way of living. Deep down, we're lions ready to pounce on our prey. <laughs> Not the lion. Dude, this is sick. If you're, um, I'm sorry, but if you're making a lion analogy, you need to get the F out. No, and I actually, the funny thing about this article is it's a Medium article, so I could probably find a photo of whoever uh, wrote this. <laughs> we want to do the impossible. And then there's a picture of the Hulk. So that's nice. <laughs> um... <laughs> We'd rather be inspired than stuff our face. Girl, no, honey, no. That is so, like, who wrote this? I genuinely want to get them, like, fired. Like, sorry, huh? What? We (laughs) We are prepared to work harder than everyone else. No, that's not true. Like, yeah, you have to have, like, drive to be, like, to be your own boss and, like, get shit done. But this is just so no. condescending to anybody who works any other job. Like, please shut up. Literally like, shut being up. being an entrepreneur is literally a personal beneficial choice. Like, you do it because you want the lifestyle that you want, not because you literally have a superiority complex. Please. And also, because if you're deciding to be an entrepreneur, it is because you have also the preemptive understanding that you are going to have to take on risk a -hmm. lot of people don't want to have that or can't would or can't exactly can't either emotionally financially like just situationally they can't do that so it benefits them to be in a more secure environment Mm -hmm. like you are not better than someone else who is not an entrepreneur like literally Okay, um, we've got a couple more. Reading equals TV to us. And I haven't read any of the other ones, but every article said something about how, like, they will read all the time and read self-help books all the time. What? Maybe, but, like, not everybody. Not, like, yeah, like, some people. What? You're not, this isn't, like, a, not every entrepreneur. This is so crazy. Um, let's see. We care about people more than you will ever understand. 
yet, okay, you care about people, but also business comes first. What? Oh, here we go. The reason we care about people is because we understand that to have a massive vision with a wild, audacious goal, we need people to help us win. So basically just like so you're taking literally advantage using people. using people and taking advantage of them. Awesome. Love that reputation for That is absolutely also. sickening. Anyway, we wanted to go ahead and read those to you because we thought they were actually hilarious Heinous. and mm-hmm. so embarrassing for whoever wrote them. Um, I, Shame on you. Shame. <laughs> just before we got into our specific experiences, we wanted to read to you what would happen if you looked it up on the internet. This is why we felt that we needed to add our opinions that are not toxic and thoughts. literally manipulative and misogynistic. So, Alexis, do you want to go ahead and get into um, the actual truth of this episode, not the toxic masculinity section? Yes. Okay. So, I want to say my first thing is when it comes to, like, relationships, like, you are, like, you know, in, in a monogamous or... Sure, polyamorous, whatever. You're having a relationship with... Mm -hmm. Some sort of romantic relationship. Yeah, romantic... Exactly. Thank you. Romantic relationship. I would say that it doesn't... For me, at least, this is my experience. It doesn't necessarily matter that they understand what you're doing. You don't need to sit down and, like, explain hashtag strategy, you know, Mm -hmm. to them. It doesn't... That doesn't really matter. But I think that the main priority is that they understand, I guess, like... And this is kind of go like kind of a little bit in conjunction with one of the articles is like you will have to make like some sort of sacrifices sometimes. Like sometimes I tell Austin to shut up so I can make like an ASMR video, mm-hmm. but like that is not the same thing as like me neglecting him in our relationship. There are some like weird little things that you'll have to do like like the article said like work weekends sometimes, but if that's not something that you want to prioritize, then that isn't something you're going to prioritize and you're going to work during weekdays. But I think really just making sure that you both are on the same page of like, these are kind of like the expectations that I'm setting for myself and you should understand those Mm -hmm. um, is, has been for me at least like the biggest priority. And also I think this is specifically in relation to content creation, whether for a business or for your own page. Um, and like living with the person and having that person work from home, you have to get very comfortable with them hearing you be the absolute fool. Like Mm -hmm. the amount of time, like, and like redoing takes and Mm -hmm. looking like an idiot in front of them. And I will sometimes, I will close the door. He can absolutely hear me. And I'll just like talk out loud for like three minutes so that I get comfortable before I start recording because otherwise I will sound, I've done it where like in a video, I sound like I'm trying to lower my voice so Austin can't hear and it sounds awkward. So I have to like project and have that awkward, uncomfortable three minutes. That's a funny, Um, yeah, yeah, a funny tidbit. I could not be more excited about the sponsor that we are about to tell you guys about, Pura. I'm sure you've heard of them, but if you haven't, Pura is the very first smart home fragrance diffuser, which you might be thinking to yourself, I'm sorry, what is a smart home fragrance diffuser? Um, Basically, your Pura is a diffuser that you can connect to an app on your phone and you can control the intensity, set schedules, and turn on and off your scents. You can swap your scents. There's like a little nightlight. There's just so many things you can do with your Pura. And I am 
specifically excited about the fact that you can turn it either up or it down as mm-hmm. like as far as how much scent is going to be coming out um i know that katie likes to have hers literally ramped to the max to the point where her dog sitter was like i had to turn it off because it was too she much had to, <laughs> she had to unplug it because she was like it's too much scent yes and i'm like cranking through scents like so quick it's yes. crazy for me i actually i usually like like a pretty intense scent but i ended up turning it down to like literally one percent um it's like out of 10 so not one percent so but it was on scale one out of 10 um and it it's made it last like a really long time um but you genuinely yes. can still smell it um mm-hmm. and i don't know i'm i'm very uh impressed with the amount of scents that they offer yeah and even your favorite candle yeah. your favorite candle scents they have capri blue they have nest they have anthropology scents they have day they have studio mcgee they have brooklyn candle company they have your favorite scents that you go into the store to buy as a candle i can almost guarantee you that they're going to have that on Pira. They have over 35 premium fragrance brands that you know and love. And their fragrances are premium and high-end, and they're clean. They don't have chemicals, additives. They're safe for pets. And Alexis, this is really good for you because you live in an apartment where you can't have candles. So this is a solution for you to have the sense of like your favorite candles that you bought before you moved into that apartment in your house. Exactly. And that's why I I had felt like with the whole... um, like diffusers and like plugins, there weren't just there weren't that many options. Um, yes. So I'm very excited about this, and I love that they have different partnerships with um, the kind of uh, big name brands like Disney, Anthropology, Tommy Bahama, um, Studio McGee. Like just so many different options, and they're constantly coming out with with new stuff. So it really keeps you updated. You can use code PCYAP15 for 15% off your first order. And I highly recommend, seriously, this is a product that I am, I mean, we don't accept any sponsors that we don't love already, but this is one that Katie and I were like, holy crap, this is amazing. So yeah, I've, I used Pura long before they became a sponsor of the podcast and I will continue to use them. Also a great gift, but again, use code PCYAP15 for 15% off your first order on Pura's website. I feel like, so the way that this topic came up is actually, this was even, I think this was before I started dating Jonah. I said that I wanted to talk about this because I feel like when I was like dating around as somebody who works for themselves, and I'm not sitting here acting like I have a you know, I, I'm again, I'm not the CEO of Target, yeah. but as somebody who runs their own business, I feel like it was genuinely such a good like read for people's Gage. literal if they like if they were misogynistic. And also mm-hmm. just to, to preface, both of us are straight, but yes, this applies to whatever Any, your sexual yeah. orientation is. But I will be talking from the perspective of a woman who is dating men. But I feel like if you tell them, like, I work for myself, or even for me, just saying I'm a social media manager, no matter what, if they think I work for mm-hmm. myself or not, I would get some wacky responses. Like, that is so fun. You just post on Instagram all day? I'm like, yeah. okay, no. Um, but I feel like it was just such a green flag when somebody was, like, genuinely interested. And that's like, something oh, that I cool. really – tell me more about it. Yeah, that's something I love about Jonah is he actually is so interested in, like – I he, he said before, like, one of his favorite things about me is like my ambition and how he thinks it's so cool that I run my own business and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's absolutely right. I'm literally the sexiest and most ambitious person that exists in the world. So obviously mm-hmm. that's true. No, but um, I felt like it was always just such a good gauge to see because there are people who 
don't take that seriously. And that's just like yep. not the energy you need from a, somebody you're dating or a friend or anything. Like if somebody actually thinks that you're stupid to be trying something, it's it kind of is just a good way to weed people out and be like, okay, yep, that's a super weird way for you to be acting because it actually does not affect you at all. Um, yep. But in a relationship, it actually does. So when you're thinking about dating somebody, you know, there's a chance that you're going to have combined finances and a combined lifestyle. And so yep. I feel like it is important, like Alexis said, for them to kind of understand, but also just that immediate for them to like – have a positive response or even a neutral response um mm-hmm. it's just kind of a good way to be like okay i actually would not like to go on a date with you because you just responded you like really poorly to that um yeah. but also another thing in the like romantic side of relationships i think is i was telling alexis before this so i obviously am my own boss and i make my own schedule and jonah works a nine to five or an eight to five so he has a more strict schedule. So when things are like bending, like schedules, honestly, we're totally different from what the articles are saying. I'm usually the one that's bending. Because I'm yeah. the one who can, you know, I could just start working at 6 a.m. if I wanted to. And then I could just right. get off early or I could do more work on another day. And, right. you know, if I plan correctly, it can be very easy for me to be able to plan to take time off or leave work an hour early to go drive to wherever um and I think that that's something that has been a really big like positive positive in our relationship my ability to be flexible but also I've definitely been in the situation before with like other people I've dated where I kind of feel like they just like assume that I'm always gonna just whatever like be there at the drop of a dime like anytime they need me like all and I you know I think Alexis and I um, both have things to say about this because it has to do with family too. But like, just because I make my own hours doesn't mean I can go run your errand in the middle of the day. Like, I actually still have things to do. Right. I can just be a little bit more flexible. But like, it, it doesn't mean that I can do literally anything at any time of any day. Because um, it does take planning. But I do think that that's like worth being said is something that um, emotionally, if there's not like kind of an understanding, can cause some tension. Yeah, and I I haven't really experienced that in, like, my, like, relationship with Austin, but I definitely have experienced that with, like, friends and with family, um, and that if they, let's say, um, I'm just using this because this was the most recent, like, Monday off, but Martin Luther King Day, let's say that, like, a friend or a family member has that day off and I had planned to work, they might text me and be like, hey, let's go to Target. Just expecting because I don't have someone to say like, hey, can I, you know, go do this? Like I can just theoretically do it that they'd be like, hey, let's go do that. And then not fully understand when you're like, well, I actually have things to do. Um, yes. And I, I also think um, phone calls is a big one. Oh, I yeah. like I. I always, like, pretty much the majority of my best friends don't live in Vermont anymore, um, or never did, so I am on the phone a lot, but that being said, sometimes I don't, I'm focusing on something else, um, I'm in a meeting or something, and I can't answer the phone, and I know that my friends are very, like, understanding of that, um, but I think that that could become an issue where you're, like, a friend or a family member could be like, hey, you can take my call, you're not doing anything else well, I kind of am just because I don't have a boss in, you know, looking over my shoulder doesn't mean that I don't need to focus. Yeah. And it's like, just because you have the freedom and you're in charge doesn't mean that, you know, and it does, it does become then this thing of priority, the same way we were talking about in the articles where like, 
there will be times that there will be things that you can prioritize over work, but you can't choose to do that every single time. Like, exactly. should you prioritize your relationship over work? In my opinion, for me, my relationships Most of the time, come before yeah. work, yes. But yeah. it's not – if you do it every single time, then you, you your business will fail. Like, it, that's just not how it works. And I think making right. sure that people understand, like, if I say that I can't go to lunch with you because I'm too busy, it's not because I don't want to go to lunch with you. Even Because right. even though I have the ability to stop – Actually, sometimes you don't even because what if you have a deadline? You still have deadlines even right. when you're an entrepreneur. They're right. just from clients and not from a boss or from, you know, shipping times or what, whatever it is. Right. Um, and so I feel like that's a big thing is just understanding. And I feel like a lot of this is like normally people will be fine. But if somebody is treating you a certain way, especially in a romantic relationship, like those are kind of signs that maybe that's not somebody who wants to live the same lifestyle that, that you're going to live. Like if they, right, you know if they will only respect your time if you're working a nine to five where you're forced versus just respecting your time in general, I think it just kind of right. says something bigger about the person. Um, right. In the I, I also wanted to say when I was talking originally about like my relationship with Austin and how he doesn't need to like fully understand, like he doesn't need to like have his own opinions on hashtag strategy or like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like a TikTok trend or whatever. Like I do think that it's important that he at least like understands like the motive but that being said, I think that it is very different for friends and family because mm-hmm. they are not like a partner in your life. They're not contributing, you may, everybody's situation is different, but they're not contributing to like your livelihood, you know, mm-hmm. whereas like if you're going to be in a relationship with someone, eventually, if you're going to be living together, you're going to be married, whatever, that is like, you know, it does, it does affect them. Um, but I think that when it comes to friends and family, sometimes they're just not going to get it. They might be supportive, but they're like, girl, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but good for you. That is enough. You don't need exactly. to talk about it with them. Mm-hmm. You can have a relationship outside, obviously, of that's literally what our whole point was about these, like our opinions about the articles, but your friendship or your familial relation with that person doesn't need to really include talking about your business if you feel like it's not going to be a productive conversation yeah and for me I definitely have different people who I go to for different things like you guys know I've talked about my dad's a lawyer so he's able to help me with a lot of the legal side of my business but I'm not going to ask him if he thinks a graphic looks good I actually don't have (laughs) anybody other than Alexis that I can ask about that and I think it's just first of all you don't have to welcome anybody else's opinions in like just because you're dating somebody and you're an entrepreneur doesn't mean that they're now a part of your business I actually think try to keep that as separate as possible because it can cause problems but I do think a lot of times like maybe your parents have opinions on how they would do things especially if they maybe were entrepreneurs or if they are kind of involved in the kind of thing you're trying to do maybe yeah maybe your mom was a CPA and you want to start your own CPA business and she has a lot of input you literally do not have to listen but the best way to do that is not to ask talk like if you yeah yeah, if you want to ask then you're kind of opening yourself up for that but I just think that there is a lot to be said about you know when you are the one who's your boss especially I, I feel like a lot of times I feel guilty complaining to anybody about work even though there's things yeah. that happen completely out of my control, even though I'm my own boss, because I feel like they're just thinking like, okay, literally well, you're in charge, yeah. so why can't you right. change it? But that's just not always the reality. But I feel like knowing that like you know the best decision and only asking for advice right. and opening yourself up to advice when you actually 
it's from somebody that you actually think has valuable input and still knowing when you when you do that whoever the relationship is with whether it's your mom your boyfriend your best friend whatever they can say one thing and you can do the other exactly you know and I feel like that's really important because that's something that I myself and a lot of my friends who are entrepreneurs have had struggles with where it's just like everybody has an opinion even like Joe Schmo on the street's gonna have an opinion like I've had clients totally. who have told me ways that they think I should run my business I've had like people in my dms tell me the way that they think yeah. I should run my business and I just think knowing and that's really like a mindset thing of your own and that's why I we haven't plugged therapy in a while we're plugging therapy. I think therapy is really good therapy. for mindset things like that where like you just can go and get your mindset right where other people's mm-hmm. opinions aren't affecting you as much, I guess. Right. It's really like a grain of salt kind of thing. Like no, I think what, really the big biggest thing is cuz cuz you're the you're the decision maker. Mm-hmm. So that means taking in all different perspectives and you know things that you read on google things that you hear on tiktok things that your parents are saying your boyfriend husband wife whoever friends are saying but i think the biggest thing is knowing the perspective of who who is saying that where is it coming from what have their experience been what have their experiences been and why are they saying that and yeah, I think just like res- being respectful and and nice. If you if you ask a question, then you need to be prepared for their answer. Actually, but that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that you have to do the thing that they're saying you should do. You yes, know? and I was also this is kind of unrelated to this, but this is just kind of advice building on that. I was listening to a podcast and they used a specific phrase, and I can't remember what it was, but it was a phrase that they would use when they were complaining or. Basically, just if you want to vent versus when you want advice. So going into a conversation, I think this is especially effective with like significant others who you're really close to saying and Mm -hmm. and friends like going into a conversation and having a phrase, maybe it's like a specific thing that you say or you're just saying, hey, I actually just want to complain. I don't want any advice. Alexis and Mm -hmm. I do this all the time where she's like, do you want my advice or do you just want to complain? Because there is a lot of value in just complaining sometimes. Oh, totally. But if you actually want advice then you need to be ready to accept the advice. Also, it might not always be so other Other note, I know that we talk about this all the time, that Katie and I send each other voice messages like multiple times a day. I have found sometimes, I'll tell Katie, like I don't, like I'll accept an opinion, but you know, it's not that I'm like, don't give me your opinion, but sometimes there's value in literally just sending a voice message and then listening to your voice back and listening to hear what you just said. And I will be able to then like, give my own opinion on what I just said. Yeah, it's like journaling, but like to a friend. And I feel like it's also important to know like which friends to do that and and when in a relationship it's appropriate. Because like, I feel like right now, for example, Alexis is unemployed, as we know. (laughs) And I kind of do check myself if I'm going to complain about work. I'm like, actually, maybe I should be hashtag grateful that I have a job. Like, actually, maybe this is not the audience for my complaining at this time. And, like, that's fine. Not that you would, like, be whatever about it. But, like, that's not really fair. Right. Like, for you to listen to a five-minute voice memo of me, like, complaining about work. And I just want to vent. And you're like, awesome. I literally have no job. So thank you for sharing. I mean, you're very well. I I appreciate that. You're very welcome, too. Um, But but you know what I'm saying. No, I totally understand. And also, like, I think also from the perspective of, like, let's say – you're complaining. I've, I've actually had this when I was doing graphic design. I would be like complaining about a client and either my parents or my friends or whoever, Austin, whatever. I don't even have an example, but they would start saying things that was very like 
out of the scope of reason that a graphic designer would do in that scenario. Yeah. And then when I would go to you and you'd be like, what? No. You know, like. Yeah, it's it's knowing your audience. Who to ask about what. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, a a non-service provider that works in computer tech is not going to know the ins and outs of the relationship between service provider and client in graphic design. Exactly. You know, but technically she will. All of this could also go the other way if you're in a relationship where you're the one who has a nine to five and the other person's an entrepreneur and they don't understand that like, oh, totally. you can't yeah. answer the phone. And like we could do a whole separate thing about yeah. that. So I don't want y- y'all to be listening this- to this and be like, okay, um, literally it's also hard to have a nine to five. Like we absolutely know that. Um, but I feel like there's just some certain things that you have to be aware of when you are a person who is just you kind of it's the it really comes down to the fact that you're in charge of your time you're in charge of your business Mm -hmm. and other people have opinions and other people as much as they literally want to help sometimes they just like don't know what to say and also recognizing I feel like a lot of times Jonah literally is like I actually don't even know what to say to help you because I actually do not I've never been on Instagram I do not have an account and like I'm like no it's fine actually like like, (laughs) nearly the same exact thing sometimes he'll just be like I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And <laughs> like, like okay. that's another thing, like having, you know, building out your, that's why Alexis is one of my most valuable friends of course for, I, you, I mean, first of all, emotionally, but thinking of actual, like you are able to help me with so many things that just right. nobody else understands. And I think that's the benefit of, we have a whole episode um, about the importance of like building relationships and mm-hmm. like connecting with people as like an entrepreneur. But yeah. I think that really is the basis of why it's so beneficial is to actually have somebody who understands. And I can confidently say if I didn't have those friends that I would be very lost and kind of feel very alone. So I feel like mm-hmm. being purposeful about making those kinds of friends and then choosing who to talk to is just going to save you just mm-hmm. a lot of headache and save everybody else a lot of headache because people are, they love yeah. you, all these people, and they're trying to help you, but they're like, literally, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, right. what are you talking about? Exactly. So anyway, um, we are actually relationship experts, so we hope that this episode was helpful. I'm feeling like I'm mm-hmm. on Girls Gotta Eat. Um, I actually also, every time I say that I listen to Girls Gotta Eat, feel like I'm exposing myself because is it a sex podcast? Yeah. Yes. But Katie, also, me, Katie, <laughs> Katie, I had never listened to that podcast. And then when I was in Louisiana, she had me listen to that podcast. And then she was bringing me to the airport when I was leaving. And it was literally, what was it talking about? It was talking about Dirty like. Dirty talk? I think so. And it was, we just like rolled up to the airport and it was like, I can't even say it. Just the most like vulgar things like coming out of the speaker as as I'm like getting my luggage out of the No, I love it. I love that podcast. (laughs) But they also talk about a lot of relationship stuff too. So I would absolutely recommend it to literally everybody. Um, But Alexis, unless you have anything else to add, I feel like we've kind of hit all the points and made fun of plenty of articles. Mm -hmm. Shall we do the random question today? I would love to. I think this one is fun. So today's random question is, what is your current clothing hyperfixation? You can start. Okay. This is a random one. Um, I I would say like bi-yearly. I forget about this clothing item and then I find it in the back of my closet and I wear it every single day until I put it back in the back of my closet. Um, but it is a fleece that I bought in Germany in like 2017. Um, and that was not an intentional purchase. I went to Germany in the spring and stupidly was like, oh, it's not going to be that cold. That's not true. I'm from Vermont. Why did I think it was going to be like t-shirt weather? So I bought this like black fleece and it's literally like the perfect size. It's not even like branded. It's literally just like a black fleece 
and I, like I said, put it in the back of my closet, but I recently found it, and I've worn it, like, every day, because it's just perfect for, like, this weather that we're having right now, where, like, I have to wear a winter jacket, but I don't want, and I need something else under, but I don't want it to be, like, Mm-hmm. a sweater mm-hmm. that's like so thick because then I'm in the grocery store sweating my ass off mm-hmm. but it's just perfect it's like thin and then like I can wear it inside but then I can wear it outside it's perfect so yeah I love that um okay I have two. Oh, sorry my chair is making some really really aggressive noises so my first one is I got some hokas for Christmas it's not really I guess it's clothing item it's shoes um they're that's a brand of tennis shoes and they are like these things maybe weigh like half an ounce. Like they are so, that's probably dramatic because I'm pretty sure paperclip weighs half an ounce. But like <laughs> hokas are so lightweight and mm-hmm. I am just loving them. And I think that they're awesome and they're so cute. But then clothing item, um, this is kind of similar to yours. It's this sweatshirt from college. It has like my college's name on it. Mm. I have never had a sweatshirt that fits as well as this one. It does not, the nice. band does not fit tight around me. It like falls straight. Mm-hmm. And... It's now this is oversized, which is going absolutely against what I said at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> um, but it's just like a it's a champion sweatshirt and it's like a thick, but not like fluffy thick, just like thick and like kind of structured mm-hmm. material. I don't really know how to explain it, but it's the kind of thing every time I like come back home from doing whatever I'm doing that day, I'm like, I have to put this one right now. I actually have to put this oh, on that's immediately. Like, I mean, I already have mine on my my fleece, but that's exactly how I feel where like I'll get ready for the day and I'll literally pull out other clothes and then I see my fleece and I'm like I take the other clothes off I know and I'm like the smell of this is probably not good at this point like I actually need to wash (laughs) it it's actually problematic um but that is about it for today's episode happy February happy early Valentine's Day all of you guys are yeah happy early Valentine's Day we love you guys so much and we hope that we just this was a fun episode I I miss doing solos and next month solo we already have it planned I'm very excited to, for that topic for March's. We're doing a solo every month for the first week of the month. And I'm very excited about March's solo topic. Would you like to give them a sneak peek? Yeah, we're going to talk about... Um, I think I'm excited because it relates to me <laughs> right now. Um, but it relates to like... Or the topic is the gap between your skill and ability and your taste. So like when you have you're able to watch like content or graphic like see graphic design or even in terms of other things like you're able to like watch someone play the guitar and Mm -hmm. you aren't able to do that and like the frustration of not being able to achieve what you want to um but Mm -hmm. still like pushing through that until you achieve the goal yeah it's like you have the creative eye but your skills aren't quite there yet which is it's going to be a fun topic but happy valentine's day we are so Happy to have fixed all of your relationships today. You're welcome. And we are super excited to talk to you again in next month's solo. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and want more, follow us on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic and TikTok at Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. If you want to support our show, text the link to this episode to a friend, share when you listen to CYA on your story, or leave a positive rating or review wherever you're listening to this episode. If you want to hear more from us, be sure to hit the follow button on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. We'll talk to you next Monday. See ya!